0: Good evening, everyone. Uh, Welcome to our live streaming from Gospel Assembly Church in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, Wednesday, September the 15th, 21. It's so good to be together, to hear precious words from the Word of God, from the man of God, as the message goes forth. May your heart be open. May your ears respond to what will be said tonight. It's a benefit every time that we meet when the Word of God goes forth. It's a benefit to everyone that responds. I pray that your hearts will respond accordingly. And there are so many needs at times. We are living in a very crucial time, but we have that hope in our heart, looking forward to the return of Jesus Christ. As we prepare, we can remember the men of God. There are many of them who are pressured and so on, but we pray that they they will be strengthened. They will uh, not back off but they will stand like like Peter at Pentecost, like Paul, and the others, all the men that we read about in the scriptures. We want to remember the needs that are very much evident. We don't know it all, but there's a God that we serve that knows every single need. And we represent every family, every father, Every mother, children, many are looking and uh, they don't know which way to turn. But there's the same God that that instructed uh, David, instructed uh, Joseph, instructed those uh, that we read about. He's still alive, he's never dead, but he's very much evident and his ears are open to our cry. Tonight, let's all join together to pray for the the different needs that are there. The leaders are troubled worldwide, but we do understand that God can uh, change areas so that his word can have complete access to the chosen of him. We thank and do appreciate him. Eternal God and our Father, we thank you
1: Yes, Father.
0: We give you praise and our heart reach out to you. And we ask, even right now, remember your servants, especially, Lord, that you'll touch their minds. Yes. Your spirit Please. will rest upon them. My God, cause them to, to, oh Father, as they open their mouth, you'll grant words that will, oh God, lift up those that are cast down in spirit, those that are cast down, O God, in so many ways, Lord, that they'll be comforted by the Holy Ghost. The word of God that goes forth tonight, Lord, will be words fitly spoken, my God, to meet the very needs. The leaders of the assemblies, the assemblies worldwide, hearts that, O God, you have touched, taken, oh God, from, uh, from conditions that they, they didn't know how to really turn and, and, uh, and to really move forward, but you have raised up a people. And oh God, you're giving us words to cause us, oh God, to clean up yes. our lives, yes. to clean up our spirit, that oh God, uh, we will not only just be vessels, but we'll be clean vessels. Because you're coming back for a church without spot and without wrinkle and and, and any such things. The leaders of the countries, my God, uh, uh, we don't know if any of them is uh, really reaching out to you. But my God, you'll reach in and your way will will be, oh God, reach forth in raising up. Lord, we have seen how you have worked at times. And, O oh, Father, we commit this night. This yes. will be a beginning yes, for many. There will be a beginning, uh, Lord, that, O oh, Father, your word will have free access in bringing deliverance. And, O oh, God, keep us together. We honor you and we praise you because thou art worthy. In Jesus' precious name. Amen.
2: Chosen <laughs> For redemption's <laughs> plan Save me who taught me to pray, and he said I'll go with you to the end of the way. For been the same since I met Jesus. He alone can calm the troubled soul. Cares for you and me. I've never been the same since I met him. My life has never been the same since I met Jesus. He alone can calm the troubled soul. master of the sea, yet He cares for you and me. I've never been the same since I met Him. My life has never been the same since I met Jesus. troubled soul master of the sea yet he cares for you and me I've never been the same since I met him my life has never been the same since I met Jesus alone can calm the troubled soul So Bless the Lord.
0: Bless the Lord. Amen. Bless, 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 Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. It's such a hope that we've got. And our pastor will come at this time to give us meat in due season.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, if you're following us for the first time. Meat in due season is not like real meat, so don't even think like that. Uh, Meat in due season is telling us of a message or words that are appropriate for our time, the time we're living in, to give us direction that we can uh, see the reality of our Uh, time frame that we're living in and be able to face the challenges that it offers. Uh, Tonight, it's our normal Wednesday night and um, I have been for many years and the saints listening to me would know this as a fact, preached. Um, The big word they use is a word that I never even went into the dictionary to check. They say, I preach extemporaneously. And I think it means uh, without notes, without, on the spur of a moment. You, you say on the spur of a moment. I always come prepared. And when I sit in church, uh, before the service starts, there will be a few scriptures coming into my mind. And I might start with a scripture and then leave that scripture and move on in as I feel the Lord gives me utterance. Uh, Most of the times I try to yield myself to that inner voice that tells me what to preach. Uh, Oftentimes I will go my own way and that is why when the service is over, I'd like to listen to my own message over and over and over so I can feel whether it was me, or it was God, it was meat in due season, or it was just some, just simple talk. It is hard to always make direct connection with God, and if I said every time I get up I connect with God, it would be naive of me to think that. Uh, you preach thousands of messages, and you pray that the word you preach will bring light and understanding to those listening that they will follow in and follow what you're saying. Uh, Fortunate for us, and not so fortunate, I have a Bible in front of me that the early church did not have. I have a nice letter-bound King James version of the Bible and the early church never had a Bible. I don't even think they had a Septuagint version. And so they were there and they trusted uh, the ministers that God had called to speak to them the word of God. Uh, When David says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee, uh, he was speaking about not just memorizing the scriptures and quoting them. He was talking about something that went beyond his head right down into his heart, and brought a conviction. And if there is not a conviction, one will not be inclined to lift that which he hears. Uh, you hear the word of God, but if there's no conviction, you wouldn't want to do it. And it happens like that very often, that many come and they listen to the word of God, they hear the word of God, but they will not do it. And that's simply because... God's word, a particular word of God, is only meant for the elect. Uh, Brother John was telling us, and I thank you, Brother John, for reminding us that we're living in a troubled time. Uh, We're living in a a day of trouble. And I could go back into Revelation and show you that all of these things were prophesied to happen. And uh, it's not that they never happened before. We're not having tornadoes the first time in the history of the world no tornadoes existed. I was telling someone that was really traumatized by COVID-19 that COVID-19 on a one to ten scale of all the pandemics uh, that ever hit this world, COVID-19 is on the lower end. It might be a two or a three in that category. It's shaking us because we're living in that time. But how about a pandemic that destroyed 200 million people? Uh, one, one shot. As a matter of fact, I was telling someone on the weekend, I made this mention of that, that a simple thing like AIDS uh, took more lives than COVID-19. But this has become, it's affecting governments, it's affecting society, it's affecting our job, our relationship. When a pandemic happens, a religion gets shaken up and false prophets rise up and tell you all kinds of stuff. Uh, they can actually tell you when Jesus is coming back, what date? And uh, we're talking about hundreds of years that this has happened. Whenever there's a pandemic, some prophet of doom will come up and say, well, this is prophesied before and it's going to happen and the world is going to end. Well... Mankind have been saying the world is going to end for many, many years. For us today, listening, for those of you that are listening to me, I want to encourage your heart because there's so many, apart from the prophets of doom and people that uh, the church trying to tell people what's happening, there there are conspiracy theories. And in our day, it is worse than ever because of the internet. You see, a hundred years ago, they did not have the internet. So uh, when there was a calamity in the world, you got to really wait for the news to come on the radio. But today, uh, the news comes right into your pocket on your cell phone. And uh, there's so much of news and so much voices, thousands of voices. Everyone think they know the solution to the problem. And one of the most recent things that was happening is someone says, well, you know, you take the vaccine, it's got the little, it's got uh, microchips uh, inside and it will be the mark of the beast you're getting. And that's why they want to give you the passport of all kinds of conspiracy theory. It's like if God does not have control of anything, but man is controlling things. Let me tell you something If there's to be an antichrist He'll come when God decides If there's to be a mark of the beast It's going to happen when God decides No man can do that And if it is happening Because God has decided No man can stop it So I believe God is is great Over in the uh, Paul's writing to the church of Colossae In uh, the little epistle of uh, Colossae, Paul is writing to this church. And I might have mentioned this before. Uh, Colossae was an assembly that I don't think, and then when you read the Acts of the Apostles, you can find a particular time when Paul uh, started a church in Colossae so here was an assembly that i believe paul never started it was started you can read the first chapter it was started uh, by a young man by a brother whose name was ephras e-p-a-p-h-r-a-s i get problems with these greek and hebrew names to pronounce them but you should not be sitting on a word that i say I said, well, he got that wrong. and Ignore everything else I'm saying. Ignore the word and listen to the concept that I promote. All right? And uh, here in the first chapter of Colossians, uh, Paul writes here in verse 4, he makes a statement. He says in verse 3, We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. I believe in prayer. I really believe in prayer. I pray, I, COVID-19 has driven me into a serious position that I love to pray. Um, I find it's necessary to pray. I don't pray to justify myself. Most of the time I pray and weep before God of my own nothingness. But it gives me that connection that I want to communicate with God. And I understand what Paul writes... means when he writes a statement like, Pray always, or pray without ceasing. Uh, You know, these are... It's important that we learn to communicate with God. One of the reasons why you would not like to pray is because you're blatantly sinning. If you're blatantly doing things contrary to what God wants you to do, you'll find that you would not want to pray. Because how can you go approach God when you have just committed a sin? And so sin in your life would be an obstacle for you to pray. And uh, you fail to comprehend because of your own little religious convictions. You fail to comprehend that the Father, Jesus' pattern prayer says, Forgive us this day as we forgive those that trespass against us. God is always willing to hear a heart that is willing to repent. And if it's a problem you have, uh, laying aside, Paul says, every weight and the sin which that so easily beset you. There might be a problem in your life that you have to uh, deal with on a daily basis that's bothering you. Well, there's a God that's merciful, If God were to destroy, if God was to destroy everyone that violates his law The whole world will be dead Christian and non-Christian Atheists, Hindus, Muslims, everybody would be dead But the reason God has a plan of salvation is because God's a loving God And he has a plan uh, to save individuals and he allowed sin to enter in, not permitted, but he allowed sin to enter because he had a salvage problem, uh, a project, uh, to recover man from man's fallen state. Uh, Overcomers, Adam was born, was created sinless, but he was never an overcomer. An overcomer is a person that is uh, born shaped in iniquity and in sin, his mom conceived him, And then he gets converted and has to overcome trials and temptations. Uh, When you're born perfect, you don't have anything to overcome. And so it was necessary for Adam to fall into sin. Anyhow, don't let me get carried away with all kinds of things here. I'm looking here and it says, Paul says in verse 4, he says, Since we heard of your faith, so Paul heard. Of this little group of individuals in Colossae, he was not there. He heard about them. He says, "We heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, of the love which you have to all the saints." They were a church that was very loving and kind to everyone. He says, uh, and he goes on further on. He says, um, he says in verse, in verse nine. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Now here is a desire of every pastor. Every true man of God is desirous that those who listen to him uh, would be able to follow what verse 9 says. For this cause... The reason why i'm praying for the saints in this church and there are times uh, there are times when i would mention every single name of everyone in this church and i try to get it i don't have a list but i got it in my brains and when i mentioned the list i might not name all the kids in one family but i'll name the family and then i come by the time i reached to the end i said lord and those that i didn't remember Uh, Remember them today and so Paul says I'm praying for one with one purpose in mind that you get goosebumps No, that you get financial prosperity. No I would like to pray that every child of God find the perfect will of God for their lives Okay, and Paul says and this for this cause he says um, he says Uh, Since the day we heard, we do not cease to pray for you And to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of God's will Uh, You want to find out what the Lord wants for you as an individual to do It is important not to just live your day, day by day, you got your own little agenda no, it's good to find out. It's good to have your agenda, but it's good to find out what does God want me to do. Whether you have a secular job or you don't have a job, still I want to find out what the Lord would have me to do. What does he want with me? Uh, what does he want me to get involved with? It's important. And so Paul is saying here that he's praying that everyone would understand the knowledge, have a filled with the knowledge to fill with the knowledge of God's will. Uh, his will concerning uh, how I deal with entertainment. His will concerning how I deal with my neighbors and my friends. Uh, I live, you know, I, every day you try to, to meet individual. I have a gentleman that lives on my street and um, I like to interact with people. I like to see them, I like to know them, I like to find out a little about them and sometimes they might think I'm nosy. And so I see this gentleman, he rides a motorcycle. He's a skinny little man that rides a big motorcycle. Some days he goes out in the morning with his motorcycle for a ride. Some days he's going to work uh, with a bicycle. And I see a lunch pail, you know, he's got a lunch bag, so you know he's going to work today. Uh, Some days he's walking to the store. Uh, Other days he has what you call an AeroStar, really good shape. An aerostar is what was existing before the wind star came in, and it's got a nice base uh, trunk, you know. And he, he drives and he rides drives an aerostar. Well, you know, I've seen this man for god over about two years, uh, going on. And I always wave, and he all he passes. And if he's riding his motorcycle, he looks in front to see where I am, and then he waves today. I walked, I was by the side of the road, and I looked for him, and he stopped. I said, hello. I said, you know, I never got your name. After about two years, I never got your name. And um, he comes over with his bicycle right over to me and stands there, and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a little slip and says, because of cancer, I, my vocal cords are not functioning. I can't speak. After two years, a nice man, a gentleman, you discover he can't speak. He says, but my name is Bob. Isn't that something? And sometimes you you tend to live in your own little world. Listen, if I'm planning to be in the kingdom... And be helping God in the administration of his kingdom While I'm alive in this earth, I ought to be concerned about people And their struggles and their problems And individuals that do have burdens, that's my job I don't try to nose into people I always felt that God has called me to do a work That of a somewhat like a prophet that I will be there to preach the Word of God and deal with crisis as it exists today. And uh, like that, but I'm always there when someone wants to counsel and someone wants to come to meet me. If you tell me that you're about to make an investment or you're about to do something, I will give you my advice to the best of my ability. I will say, this is my advice. Uh, If I were you, this is what I would do. These are terms I would use. But I'll always conclude like this. But you need to pray and ask God that you'll be able to make the right decision. And a lot of times, everyone that listens to my counsel and follow that, they develop a spiritual prosperity in their life. Those that made their own decision, contrary to what I tell them, Never succeed. They, get, they, get, they might prosper financially, but they'll suck, they will stagnate in their spiritual growth and development. I believe God has called me to the ministry, and those that follow me, God will honor. Uh, like I quoted a scripture on the weekend, Believe in the Lord, and so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. I honestly believe that. And so when Paul is telling individuals to understand, we're praying that you as an individual will find out what is God's will for you as an individual. How do you deal with crisis? How do you deal with matters in your own life? It is important that we find out the will of God for our lives. And that's what I pray that God would help each one of us to find out his will. He goes on here, he says... Praying that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. Not only his will, but with all wisdom. Uh, You come to the place of wisdom occupies your life. Not subtlety. uh, Not smartness. Wisdom that comes from God. You'll be able to make wise choices that would not ruin your relationship with God. See, the most important thing for me is my relationship with God. The most important person in my life is God. The most important thing in my life is to pursue the will of God. And when you have a family and you have to cater to the desires of your family. Sister Chandri does not impose on me. There was a time when we were young and she wants things and stuff. now she doesn't impose on me. So someday when I say, Chan you want to go out today? You want to go in or You want to do something? It's because I know we are not young anymore We get to a certain age And I'm not going to be here forever Uh, Those individuals that uh, ignore the fact That God has called me to the ministry And has given me words that will save them They will regret one day Because I will not be there It will be too late But I must do my job To the best of my ability I followed a teacher for many years. Brother Goodwin, Lloyd Goodwin, Brother Lloyd Goodwin was my, my teacher and he was my pastor. When he died, I was left pastor-less. Uh, when he died, there was not another man that I could find on this planet that I could turn to for spiritual counsel and advice. Uh, I see I must feel right in my spirit. When he died, a big part of him died in my life. And I had to come now to that place where I must be able to make decisions of my own. And so it is important to understand that God has given us pastors for a reason. Amen. I love the man, and I would say this from this pulpit, and without a hesitation, I was one of his most faithful ministers. I was. I believed in him I would never want harm to come to him And even though he is dead and gone Anyone that tries to destroy his credibility Becomes an enemy As far as I'm concerned Oh, and I say an enemy As long as you're vibrant And you want to fight to destroy his credibility You become my enemy You're destroying my credibility And I would pray that God's mercy fall on you And that God would help you through that But God If you have to remove that when it comes to a verbal battle and the defense I would stand there aggressively defending his cause When it comes to that individual's soul that's a different story altogether Because in individuals that would want to go contrary I would pray that God would open their hearts And help them to understand and maybe Lord for some reason they're going through a battle help them also It would not be, it would be nice if we can save all our enemies People that don't like you, wouldn't it be nice if they all get saved? While they're not get saved, I pray for people that in my mind They might never get saved in their lives In their lifetime But I pray, oh God, could you please save them? You pray for somebody in a store that you meet? I pray for this community I pray for the people that live around the church God, would you please touch their hearts, bring them into church? He says, the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Why do you want this, Paul, for us? You never saw us. Why are you praying that we have a perfect understanding of God's will and filled with all wisdom and understanding, spiritual understanding? Why? That you may walk worthy of Of the lord in every aspect of your life See paul is telling these individuals that they walk pleasing to god in every aspect of their life How they deal with money how they deal with pleasure how they deal with neighbors how they deal with the job How they deal with school how they deal with a Individuals that they encounter on the street, in all unto all pleasing, we're to please God in a personal life, we're to please God uh, when we go in a professional life, we're to have a testimony we are lights in this dark world. And if the Lord has translated us out of darkness into light, then light shines. If your life does not reflect a light To the people that you encounter Maybe you are in darkness still And it needs You need an experience from God Because when God works in your life It says Unto all pleasing Being fruitful in every good work And increasing in the knowledge of God Strengthen Strengthen Paul is praying for a church he never saw Praying for saints he never saw. And this man's burden was not only for Colossians. His burden was for every church that he encountered and he started. His burden was for Rome that he never got, never started. Great burden you have. And I pray that God will give me a great burden for churches I don't even know. I pray for individuals in Africa because I learned a little story about a little church and a little pastor that could not afford to even pay the rent for the building they are using. So they had to reduce their services down to something. I pray for them. Oh God, I wish I had money, Lord, and I could help everybody, but then God did not help the people in Hebrews 11 financially close wise. Because to develop them as overcomers, they had to face the challenges of life. Unless the fire hits the goal, it will never be purified. There's no hocus pocus in this discipleship pathway. We've got to face the heat. If I have the power and I lived in Paul's days, I would have taken away the thorn in the flesh. But if today I have the power and Paul comes in, I wouldn't pray for his thorn in the flesh to go. I'll pray that God will give him grace to endure to the end. I'll pray like Jesus prayed for Peter. Peter, the devil would sift you, would make a joke out of you, he would punish you, he'll do all kinds of things with you. But I pray that your faith does not fail. The negatives that happen to us in our lives are meant For God's purpose in our lives to be accomplished Salvation would never be realized if there wasn't sin The devil is not your enemy per se The fallen nature is your enemy And that is why the devil cannot Can only work on your fallen nature as you give room to him Don't blame him, blame yourself And so we are looking at situations here where we are understanding uh, the purpose of God working in our lives. Are you following me tonight? All right, Paul went on here. He says, Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience. What works patience? Say it out. tribulation work at patience. you never develop patience because I lay hands on you and say, God filled Sister Carol with patience, no. You want patience, then there's a way that patience is is produced. He, He brings tribulation and gives you grace to continue. While the tribulation is there, your patience is developed. It takes the negatives to produce positive characteristics in our lives. And so Paul says here, with all patience and long... Why did they use that word? A child of God should not suffer. No, it's not only suffer, but long suffering. And you can endure to the end. Hold your finger in Colossians and turn back uh, to Revelation, the uh, second chapter of Revelation. Revelation. Um, but you look at these seven churches of Asia Minor Ephesus and Smyrna and Pergamos and the others And one of my favorite church uh, They have two churches there that are completely opposite Smyrna in verse 8 and Laodicea in verse 14 Laodicea in verse 14 chapter 3 and verse 14 says And the angel of the church Laodiceans write THESE THINGS THAT THE AMEN AND FAITHFUL AND TRUE WITNESS THE BEGINNING OF THE CREATION OF GOD JESUS WAS THE FIRST OF GOD'S ALL OF HIS CREATION I KNOW THY WORKS THAT THOU art NEITHER HOT COLD or, NOR HOT I WOULD THAT THOU wert COLD OR HOT BUT HE SAYS THERE VERSE 17 BECAUSE YOU SAY AND THIS WAS A FACT OF THE CHURCH Uh, With the church at Laodicea Because you say, I'm rich And the parking lot is filled with our expensive cars Right? We increase in goods and have need of nothing Not this church They said this church, we need stuff all the time You know, we're looking at things At things to do in the church Every day there's something to be done at the church I went up on the roof of the back and checked it and it looks really nice. Uh, You know, the winter did not, uh, the summer did not, last winter didn't destroy, the summer looks fine. But I noticed that the the downspout strainers, one was missing. And so I told Brother Joe today, we'll have to put back the ladder there I'll go up again and check the... And so we want to get that done. There are things to be done every day. And yet at the same time, I'm a husband, I'm a father. I'm a grandfather I've got things to be done in the house Uh, Here's the church Laodicea Very rich, wealthy Got all kinds of stuff And uh, the Lord says When I look at you He says you need of nothing We need all kinds of stuff He says when I look at you You're wretched, miserable, poor and blind Blind and naked They wore the most expensive designers clothes for that time But God looked at them and saw naked people He saw poor people with a bank account Can't even hold their money He saw poor people He saw miserable, wretched people Contrary to Laodicea Is chapter 2 and verse verse 8 Unto the angel of the church at Smyrna write The Lord said in verse 9 I know your works and your tribulation And your poverty This is real poverty Not blessed are the poor and spared This is real moneyless A poor church. They're like us. They got a better spirit than us, but they're like us. We ain't got money. Um, You know, because you say you're in Canada, people feel like you got money growing on trees. In North America, no money is not growing on trees. We trust God. We still trust God to pay our bills. And he says, he says, you're poverty. The Lord says, and but thou art rich. He says, when I'm looking at you, even though you have no money and you're poor physically, he says, I see a rich church because their spirits are right. So because you're rich, because I see you're spiritually rich, I'm going to keep the devil off from your track. No, no, no. The devil has a job to do and he's got to do it. Who is he that saith and it come to pass when the Lord commanded it not God will decide when the trouble ends God will decide when your battle ends And Nebuchadnezzar did not have to wait seven years And Moses did not have to take 40 years in the wilderness But sometimes this all human nature and our stubborn ways Gives us longer punishment before the gold is You know we keep the dross I'll hold on to my dross God is burning it up But i keep a little bit here And he has to get it burned up So it's not going to stop The fire will not stop Until the dross is burnt up Until the dross is burnt up Alright And so the Lord tells uh, Smyrna here And this is you know some of the things He says I know the blaspheme of them We say they're Jews and they're not But are of the synagogue of Satan They're individuals Associated with this church That belong to the synagogue of the devil In the church that had a few people that God saw was rich Spiritually We have to learn to serve God in the midst of hell Shine as lights In the midst of darkness You got what I'm saying? Don't only get it up there, get it down here in your heart because it is important for you to comprehend that else you'd complain when the trial comes. Lay yourself on the altar and let the Lord work in your life. And um, it says here, he says, uh, but fear none of these things. The Lord tells Smyrna, fear none of these things which thou shalt. What? But we're good. We're rich, Lord. We're simple, we're humble, we're, we're so sweet. The Lord says, no, you've got to suffer. Some things are coming on you, and you've got to suffer because the job has to be complete. There's no running for the elect. And that is why I know that Jonah was elect. You try to take off on your ship going to Tarshish, there's a whale that's bringing you back saying, Fight yourself No, no, no I don't fight myself About anything If Brother Gregory is elect He'll be saved Amen. This morning I had a Nice message from Brother Rudolph I talked about Brother Rudolph On the weekend, right? And this morning I had a message Come from Brother Rudolph And I was so glad to Write back Brother Rudolph And so nice to meet him uh, Because I think he had A few little problems And it is so nice To know if you're elect You'll be saved I can't write anybody off If God has written me off, I can preach the gospel to you for years and I be a castaway. And if God has written you in his plan, I can be preaching to you and condemning you and you'll end up saved and I'm lost. The end result is God's. The final decision is his. The race is not for the swift, but they that endure unto the end. So get up lift the feeble hands the feeble knees and the weak hands get them going to serve god all right Uh, looking at time here oh my gosh clock is moving on me it says fear none of these things which thou shalt suffer behold the devil will sift you well he's not sifting these but he is sifting them technically the devil will cast some of you into prison that you may be... Why are cast into prison? Because, oh, God don't love us. No, no, no. You're going into prison that you may be tried. That your faith will be tried. And that your faith will not fail. And you will be persecuted. And don't give up. For how long? My ship will come in after a while. No, no, no. Your ship is not coming in. Uh, because Chandri normally would tell me, uh, she would say that... Uh, you're talking but your ship come in Knowing you, you might be at the airport When your ship comes in And that is so true Are you waiting for a ship to come in When God is working to slay you And it goes on here He says that the, the prison Is for you to be tried The devil, you think the devil If he knew that when he put you in prison Or he, uh, he gives you a situation In your life that it is for your Development of your faith You think he would want to do that No Uh, He he does not want to produce one That will bind him for a thousand years But he is held in chains Of darkness The devil and his fallen angels Cannot comprehend the reality of Final victory for God When you look at the world You think the devil looks at the world And feels that oh God will win No He's got the world Somebody sings a song in his hand He's got the whole world No, 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 the devil's got the whole world In his hand In today's world that we're living in But God wins the final victory Because if the devil knew that sifting Peter Would produce an overcomer He would not sift him But he's given for that purpose Cast them into prison That they might be tried and you shall have tribulation ten days. Oh gosh, this good church? Yes. Have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful how long? Unto death. Don't give up. Be faithful unto death. So back here in Colossians chapter 1, uh, the Lord says, Strengthen with all might, Paul writes, according to the glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering and joyfulness. Verse 12, giving thanks unto the Father who has made us meet to be partakers with other saints that have come out from darkness and are into light. They are people whose minds and hearts have been illuminated with light. You know, we can sit here in church and this congregation can grow to two or three hundred people. And I remember one time we were preparing for a meeting. AND WE'RE KNEELING DOWN TO PRAY. AND I'M LIKING THE FRIDAY NIGHT WHEN WE HAD A PRAYER MEETING BEFORE, uh, WE PRAYED FRIDAY NIGHT FASTING AND PRAYING BEFORE THE CONVENTION STARTS AND I'M LOOKING TO SEE HOW MANY PEOPLE AND I LOOK AND WE HAD ABOUT 25 TO 35 PEOPLE uh, HERE FOR THE PRAYER MEETING ON FRIDAY NIGHT, OUR PEOPLE AND SOME FOREIGN VISITORS. AND I LOOK AND I SAY 35, I THINK IT WAS. AND I BEND MY HEAD AGAIN AND DEEP DOWN INSIDE, A VOICE is telling me on the inside. Says you're counting heads I count hearts I might see 35 And God only see 5 And that is important because We might have 100 people In church and 80 of the 100 are mechanical Christians they do it for the show They can testify They can do all the preaching and all that kind Of stuff you know golden vessels But inside there is no cleansing He saves the elect And when the ones you think Are not going to make it And that is why when Jesus looked at the Pharisees He says the publicans and the harlots Will enter into the kingdom Before you May God give us the patience and wisdom To understand his working In our lives That we will endure what you got A physical problem that's creating a problem Endure it Pam Endure the problem Come and do your job Aches You had any aches today? Every day she got aches Aches, arthritis, pains Whatever you're having Endure the process Because for you to qualify With the people that Was martyred for the gospel Something has to be worked in your life That will bring you And a parallel to that The overcomer in Hebrews 11 Lived in caves and were burnt at stake Some were sawn asunder They were stoned to death They wandered about in sheepskin and goat skin For me to measure up When I come up with one of those And they resurrect and I resurrect We must be able to have the same shine bright in gold Because the jaws was purged out Amen, may God help me And give me the revelation To understand these things Otherwise we'll be going to church Like Israel did in Isaiah 1 And do the mechanics of religion And God look us and he see The putrefying sores from the head Of the, the crown of the head To the soles of their feet And Paul went on here He says this beautiful thing Giving thanks to the Father Who has made us meet to be partakers Of the inheritance of the saints In light Who God the Father, who has translated us from the power of darkness and translated, who has uh, delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. When you become a kingdom material, that is important. And Jesus knew that. And that is why the religious element, this elegant people, you know, the Pharisees and Sadducees, they didn't have the heart To change What did the Lord tell Smyrna? Be faithful unto Death Don't give up Be faithful until you're dead He might not deliver you That problem might take your life Then you know what? Be faithful unto death Don't swear and cuss God God is good That's why he chastises It's a cleansing process And so It says here, um, uh, He's translated us from the kingdom, delivered us from the kingdom of darkness, and translated us in the kingdom of His dear Son. Amen. In whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sin. And so when we think about these few verses that we touched on here, the purpose of of God working in our lives, I pray for you. I am not praying that you would Get prosperous and get a lot of money and get big house. I'm praying that if God is saving you, that the job would be complete. That He'll continue to purge you and burn the dross out of your life, but give you the faith that you would not give up. He'll take the beating until the job's done. See, Burridge, that's why I don't like to hear you talk. I like you to tell me that we've got high spy in the sky. We want pie in the sky. We want when we die get mansions. Fantasies. This is reality. This is what the Lord did and set the example. The examples of scripture would cord with my message tonight. Whether the examples is back in the Old Testament Uh, in the life of Moses, or the life of Jeremiah, the life of Isaiah, or you can come over to the New Testament period where you have the disciples, Peter and John, and Paul, and even Jesus, our Lord and Savior. The examples of scripture are the best examples to pattern after. May God give us faith to endure unto the end. May he purge us and help us that we might come to the place Of being cleansed. Amen. Nice talking to you tonight. Uh, Let's pray. Father we thank you Lord. For this another night in your house. Lord this purging process. This cleansing process. This being able to endure to the end. Give us that spirit. To endure to the end. Give us a revelation. That we'll be able to see. That you're not punishing us. You're not just allowing the devil to hurt us. But you're cleansing, you're hurting, you're purging, you're burning the dross out with a purpose in mind that you might present unto yourself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle. Work on our lives, Father, but help us that our faith will not fail. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen and amen.